Welcome to the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast. I'm Brooke Ritchie Babbage. I've been in the social impact game for 25 years as a social justice lawyer turned two-time nonprofit founder and leader turned growth strategist and coach for leaders around the country. I grew my nonprofit from me and an intern in a tiny closet to a high-impact seven-figure organization. And along the way, I learned so, so much about how to build an organization that has real impact and how to do it without burning out. In this podcast, I share the nuts and bolts of all of it, so you can do that too. We dive into the mindset, strategies, and tactics of how to scale a high-impact organization and how to do it in a way that's truly sustainable. This episode's going to be a quick strategy episode about a very simple mindset shift that changed almost everything about how I led my organization and even about how I coach and work with leaders now. I'm doing this quick episode because I've noticed something in my conversations with friends and other parents and the leaders that I work with recently. There's an interesting energy in the air. And this happens almost every year, right around this time, mid-February. People start feeling just a bit caught off guard by how far behind they already feel so early in the year. And I want to honor that energy by shifting gears a little bit. I'm going to be doing a few weeks of shorter, easier to digest, sort of quick tip episodes. Good content, but just a little less dense. So you can still enjoy the show, but not necessarily feel like, wait, there's like more to learn and think about because <laughs> I'm already behind. Trust me, I get it. So this week, I want to talk about the idea of who, not how. It sounds really simple, but it was actually really profound for me when I made this mindset shift as a leader and as someone trying to build an institution. It opens the door for so much potential growth, and it's a way to continue to move yourself out of the weeds of your organization and to continue to make space for the kinds of high leverage work you should actually be doing as an executive director, visioning, strategy, planning, relationship building. So I just came back from one of the best working retreats I've ever had the pleasure of participating in. It was with a group of four leaders of small social justice organizations in the science, justice, and equity space. And I was co-facilitating the working retreat with my friend and colleague, Jack Graham, who was actually on this podcast a few weeks ago. If you haven't checked out our episode together, it's great. We talk about the fundamentals of smart growth and scale and meaningful impact. I'll include the link in the show notes. So Jack and I spent the week with these leaders digging deep into a strategic framework for their organizations. And I'm actually going to walk through that framework in next week's episode. So definitely tune in for that. We paid a lot of attention to what the problem that they are solving is, how they would describe that. What is their unique theory of change? And what does moving the needle really look like in practice for their organization? And out of these conversations grew activities and tasks that they each concluded would move their work forward, as is often the case when you go sort of deep, you realize, oh, there's shifts to be made, work to be done, et cetera, opportunities for earned revenue, leaning into thought leadership to serve as an attraction mechanism for new donors that came up, to Xing their individual donor community. That was one of the goals that one of the leaders set. And they want to level up their stewardship in really specific and strategic ways. So concrete work came out of this retreat. Now, through all of this, there was a through line. And I noticed it because I have been a founder and executive director. 
and I work with founders and executive directors, one of the things that came up again and again from the leaders who are working their butts off to build their planes as they also try to keep the planes in the air and make sure that they stay on course to some destination that matters is this feeling of having to do it all. Not that they don't have incredible teams, but the how am I going to get this done question was top of mind for everyone. Even when you have an amazing team, there is still the feeling of it's on me, right? How am I going to do this? As someone who spent more than a decade in the trenches of growing a nonprofit, I know that question intimately. How do I do this? Especially during those years when it was just me or just me and a super small team, the first thought I almost always had was how? How do I draft that email? How do I find new board members? How do I set up the particular system? And it often was me that had to do it in those early years. It could be hard to get excited about learning something new or even visioning because the dreaded how will I get this done almost always comes next. So here's the mindset shift that I want to introduce or encourage you to think more about, even if you have grappled with this a little bit. Start with the question of who, not how. Who are the people in my network who are best suited to get this done? Assuming that the thing you're talking about is not the highest leverage use of your time, which often it isn't. Drafting that email campaign, setting up your email automations, fixing your calendar, anything having to do with tech, not the highest leverage use of your time. So who are the people best suited to get this off my plate and get it done, to move this particular ball down the field? Now, I want to acknowledge right away that the answer will absolutely sometimes still be that you have to do it. I know that. I see you. But I'm going to gently suggest that that answer is not as often as we think it is. By starting with a genuine, not perfunctory inquiry into who the best or right people might be to do a particular task, we actually open our brains to think creatively about getting help moving the ball down the field. This means thinking about things like hiring a temporary copywriter to write your summer appeal letters and emails, hiring an automation VA or expert to just come in and set up the tech for your monthly giving program or to move you from one platform to another, a marketing graduate student to design your impact report for the year, a fractional chief of staff, to manage your calendar, or an HR consultant to manage your hiring process. There are thousands of who's out there. And starting with the question opens your eyes to seeing them as a possibility. The work then becomes finding the person, not doing the task. Now, you can always find a reason not to bring someone on board. I don't want to manage people. I don't have time to explain the work to someone new. There's no end to the reasons not to hand work over to someone That's why this is about mindset, not tactics. It's not a new thing. We've heard higher, but I'm not actually talking about the tactic of finding a consultant. I'm talking about the mindset shift from my job is to get this done to my job is to steward this ship and to find the right people to get this done. It's a subtle shift, but a really powerful one because the sooner you build a practice of shifting low leverage work off your plate and finding the right who's to do the task, the more easeful your growth will be. 
the freer you will be to keep your eye on where the ball is going. Last caveat, and this is an important one. They have to be the right people. Taking your neighbor up on his offer to be your part-time program director because he's awesome and he offered may not actually be the right move. But an intentional identification of the people who are best suited for a task and they exist at every price point and are not just full-time employees that we're talking about. Being intentional about thinking through your who options is a power move. So that's my quick tip for the week, just to put a little bug in your ear about who, not how. I'll see you back here next week for another Mastermind Quick Tip. Thanks so much for joining me this week. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to leave a rating and a review. I read every single one and they really do matter. I also share extra tidbits and resources building on what we talk about here in my newsletter, Leadership Forward 321. You can sign up by texting the word IMPACT to 66866. And finally, definitely check out the links and resources that I mentioned in this episode at brookrichiebabbage.com backslash podcast. See you next week.